This is Armando Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails. I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Sportos and motor hits, geeks, bloods, wasteoids. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time. For the cigar authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, June 20th, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. He's been described as the most interesting man in the cigar business. He formed his company in 1989 and distributes the oldest cigar brand in the Dominican Republic. Nesta Miranda from Miami Cigar and Company joins us live for a special Father's Day edition of the Cigar Authority. But before Nesta, his son-in-law, Jason Wood, joins us. He is the man behind the man and also the latest Cigar Journal crossed our desk. It's pretty interesting. We'll tell you why. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of The Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And joining us, the vice president of Miami Cigar. He got the title because he is the son-in-law married to the famous Tatiana. Jason Wood, welcome aboard, Jason. Is Thanks. that how you got the title? You have no skills whatsoever? You just <laughs> married into the title? It sounds, it sounds pretty right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys all for, for getting me on today. It's a pleasure to be here, especially for Father's Day. Be out here with Nestor and stuff. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time to be here. It's beautiful. Thank, yeah. thank you for com coming aboard. Uh, how long ago did you uh, meet uh, Tatiana? So I've known Tatiana for over eight years. Yeah. So yeah, we actually met through a mutual friend. Okay. And um, just hit it off from there. Started talking, started dating, and then we eventually got married. Okay. A couple years ago? Yeah, we got married. It's uh, five years. Five years? Oh, yeah. okay. Five years Abs ago. Absolutely. And uh, you knew the dad was in the cigar business? I did. And, and you were not? I was not. No? no. What were you doing? I was uh, in the, the medical device field. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, a little different. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you said, okay, let me go into the family business and give it a try. Well, actually, um, Nestor had approached me, let's say, probably two years into into the relationship with Tatiana. Oh, okay. And he talked to me about if I smoked cigars, and at the time I didn't smoke cigars. Um, he talked to me about, you know, would you ever be interested in getting into the business, stuff like that. I was like, yeah, you know, that could be something in the future. If we'd get more, we were pretty serious at the time, but still not engaged or anything like yeah. that. Then uh, second time, then he came and approached. He's like, you know, there's an opening, there's an opportunity. Do you like what you do? And I was like, I like the the money that I make of what I do, but not necessarily dealing with the surgeons yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that. It was a little bit of little hectic. Ah. Um, and then the third time was pretty much you're coming to work for the company. And so you, it and wasn't you, a question. Yeah, and and you <laughs> you come in as the vice president? No, no? absolutely not. The oh, only, all right. The only so. 
Unesser, you can't make very many rules. It's kind of his way. Yeah. But for right off the bat, I told him what I'd like to do is I want to start from the warehouse and work my way up. Just so what, now where I'm at, I, I was able to do all the other positions, which was kind of cool. So That's good. Anytime, if there's ever a situation in the warehouse or in customer service, accounts receivables, anywhere along the road, I can let them know, you know, either I worked with them in that position or yeah. I had that position before them. So it, it helps a lot. Yeah. And uh, so you're overseeing everything? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Administrative side and, uh, and the sales side. All right. So, that's awesome. So that's it. It is Father's Day, a celebration honoring fathers, celebrating fatherhood, parenting, bonding. Uh, that uh, is a, a big part of society. Many countries celebrate it on the third Sunday of June. That's where we are right now. Uh, some other countries do it on different days. But uh, first observance of this uh, uh, happened in 1908. This has been going on a long time. Uh, started in West Virginia in a church as a one-day church event and uh, turned into this giant celebration. Well, it started on July 5th, really. July, well, July 4th, uh, 2008. July 5th, 2008. July 5th, the celebration of independence. Oh, yeah, July 5th of 2008. And uh, it didn't go so well because uh, people were celebrating something else. Like 12,000 people attended uh, the 4th of July celebration, and then they couldn't get uh, a lot of people. Uh, yeah, and then 30 people showed up for Father's Day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Two of them were dads. It almost didn't seem right. So uh, now they moved it to the third Sunday in June. I said Saturday for a Sunday. We celebrate on the, the day before because uh, one of the reasons why uh, Nestor and Jason are up is we have a celebration, uh, a father and son cigar dinner that we put together uh, four years ago, I think. Yeah. Four years ago. And um, I urge other retailers that are listening to this, it's a really special thing. Uh, put it together, um, and you won't be sorry you did. Sometimes fathers bring their sons and have a cigar with them, and sometimes it's the other way around. The son will bring their father in. Oh, he really doesn't smoke cigars or something. It's a bonding. It's an experience. Cigars have... This is what cigars do, and this is an opportunity to do it. So we're going to do a little of that today. Let's pass out the first cigar of the day. This is the Nesta Miranda Dano Habano. Barry, what do you got on this? All right, Chuck, here's your cigar. Thanks, Barry. And uh, what we're smoking right now is Nesta Miranda Dano, which was made to honor the memory of Nesta Miranda's son, Danny Miranda. Uh, it will be released again in three years. Correct. And uh, <clears throat> it's a 7 by 56 It's available in three wrappers, Connecticut, Habano, and Maduro. And it is limited to 1,000 boxes of each. It is a big size. <clears throat> 1,000 boxes of three wrappers, uh, 1,000 of each one, and three years. So this is a very limited release. It's not yeah. a thousand boxes for this year. It's a thousand boxes. It's not coming out for another three years. So. And I think next year will be the rookie. Uh, the Lancero. Next year will be the Lancero. Yeah. The year after that will be the Rookie. Rookie is Nesta Miranda's nickname. That's like a short perfecto size. When you say next year, I thought it's not coming out for three years. Will so, it be, are you talking about the next edition? Correct. So the idea behind the three starting with the Dano, when we did the rebranding and the reblending of the Nesta Miranda collection from the one previously known as a special selection, um, we released it, launched it. Nesta took a look and he was like, wow, this is amazing. It looks great. You did a great job on the branding. The blend smoked wonderfully. But um, you took my sizes out. So his three sizes that he liked was the Dano, which is 7 by 56 to commemorate his son. Is that um, what the son liked? What's that? That size? No. No, no not no. at all. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, um, what was the, I thinking? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, the Lancero. 
which is Nestor's also, and then that short perfecto were his three special sizes. It's all about Nesta. It's, it's, it's all it's about, all about <laughs> Well, I heard, a, I heard an yeah. interesting story when you guys were, were coming in that mm -hmm. you, uh, Nestor showed up and you were wearing the exact same pair of shoes that he was wearing, and he said something along the lines of, I think you might want to change your shoes. And you took that to be, I'm changing Change my shoes. shoes. Definitely, definitely. There's no way that I would show up anywhere with the same and, shoes. That and he you know, on. I don't notice those things about, especially men anyway, but but shoes in particular. But I did mention that to Nesta when I saw him, and I go, "Nice shoes." Yeah, they but are. that's what he wanted to happen, and it might not have happened if you were wearing the same ones. Right. And I mean, it has a nice little wood paneling on it, and that's yeah. my last name. So I think I yeah. I, own, I own the claim to those. I think. Right. But you took yours off, and you did absolutely. The right. There's no way There's you would no have way. shown up barefoot before you showed yeah, up. Yeah. I had another pair and he had no other shoes. So okay. That, there we go. That would be a little awkward if he showed up here shoeless. There we go. Uh, okay, it's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Excellent. This is a big boy. Would you say 58, Barry? 56. 56. It's all about big cigars nowadays. We're going to see if this trend continues at the IPCPR trade show that's coming up. You guys ready? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You'll be the only company that's ready. <laughs> we got a uh, we got a cross right now between just a hint of Barnyard and also a hint of Fig Newton. Look at you cut, cutting the V cutter. Well, Jason had my cutter, and I didn't want to oh. interrupt your pitch, so I just reached in my pocket. So, um, Fig Newton, yes. The cookie part of the Fig Newton. The Big Fig Newton. One more time. Yeah. The Big Fig big. Newton. See, I'm going to go with it's right where the cookie hits the fig filling. It's right in there. The lighter we're going to use today is the Vertigo Renegade. I know what you're thinking. Does it have the big-ass tank, Chuck? Yes, it does. <laughs> Chuck, I know the other thing you like on your lighters is a flip-out bullet punch. Does yeah. it have that? Oh, yeah, baby. It does. And a, Chuck, mir and a mirror on this thing. Chuck, you like four jets. I know you do. I do. You, you're okay with three, but you prefer four? And it has four. And the price Can is the best part. Can you give it to me part. for under 100? The, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I could give you eight of them for under 100. <laughs> They're fourteen ninety nine. Unbelievable. And Father's Day, they're buying them up like crazy. Two at a time. Because it looks like it's, I'd say it looks like $59. Yeah. Right? One, uh, one wife came in this morning and said, I'd like to spend about $30 for a lighter. And I show her a couple lighters that are around $30. And she looks down and sees this. And she says, I think you mislabeled that. And I said, no, that's $14.99. She said, I'm going to take two. I want them in the same color. Yeah. Because in two months when he loses the first one, <laughs> I can pretend I found it. Mm. How do you argue with that? Good logic? wife, right there. Yeah, it sure is. Beautiful. It sure is. That's how to do it. So, Jason, uh, Rudy in the chat room has a question for you. Okay. And he says it seems that the Nesta Miranda lines have fallen in love with three rappers. Why are those three rappers, and why haven't you ventured out and to say something like a sun grown or well, right, the Habano would be a sun grown or right? a yeah. Cameroon or. So in in uh, 09 when we released when we released the original special selection, we came out with the Nicaraguan Habano Rosado and the Nicaraguan Habano Oscuro. Those were the two when uh, when Nestor sat. I actually wasn't with the company yet when they did do that. 
um, when they sat down, those were the blends that they liked the best. And when Pepping and Nesta were sitting together, so for a while, I think probably about three years, those were the three rappers that the two rappers that we had. And then we actually went ahead and we introduced Ecuadorian Connecticut for that. So on the new rebranding, we decided there was sometimes we had some issues in some of the stores with the different the different shades of the wrappers on the Rosado and the Oscuro. They were very similar, so some of them were getting confused. And just to differentiate, what we went ahead is we stuck with Ecuadorian Connecticut, and then we did a hybrid of the Rosado and Oscuro and just called it Nicaraguan Habano. And then that's when we did the the broadleaf Maduro. So it was the first time that we actually had a full on line under the Nesta Miranda with the broadleaf Maduro. So really, that broadleaf is a new wrapper. Correct. Yeah, and, uh, that that's was the nice way of saying Rudy from right. Canada. You can shove it because they are trying something new. He doesn't have to shove it. No, that's that's a good to... question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jason, I, yes. I, you know, before meeting you, Jason Wood, he was the one that's going to come up. I met you a while ago. Um, you don't sound like a Jason Wood, right? You have an accent to you. Yes, I do. So how are you, Jason Wood? How does this happen? So normally when you're born, yes. you get your father's name. So my okay. father's last name is Wood, so that's how I'm <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> well well sure played. Was, no, my, my mom was born in Cuba. So she was born in Havana, and she came over when she was two years old. Okay. So uh, last name Valdez. So my, my mom's side of the family is the last name of Valdez. So okay, and you I'm a Marino gringo. Exactly. Gringo, exactly. Yes. And my, they met at 13 years old. And oh my! My my, wow. my grandmother and grandfather didn't allow English to be spoken in the house. They were very traditional Cuban uh, parents. Uh -huh. So he had to learn through time to learn to speak Spanish, and he eventually worked with them. So it's similar to me going to work with my in-laws. He did the same thing with with my grandparents as well. Wow. So he had to learn the the gringo. They call him el gringo, which is like the American. They had to. He had to learn Spanish. But, but you were born here in the United States. I was States. born here in the United States. Yeah, States. but you have an accent like you yes. maybe didn't don't come right. from America. It's, it's in Miami. You get even if you speak if more you Spanish than English down there. Well, with our, I have three kids, a ten year old and twins that are nine. And in the house, we try to speak as much Spanish as possible, um, just because it's so important, especially down south. It's important to speak Spanish. But like when I speak with my wife or my friends or in the office. It's all it's English. Like my main language is English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But we do speak. I mean, then dealing with the factories with Pepin in Nicaragua and with Guillermo and the whole family in, in La Aurora, it's all Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know I go down to, to Miami as soon as I get out off the airport. It's like I'm in a different country. It goes right into Spanish. And uh, yeah. I know nothing. It's, all these years. It's crazy. Yeah. The banks and everything, the signs are all in Spanish. It's it's a different wow. a Yeah, different it's world. almost a different country. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, wow, crazy. So uh, your plan is to stay on board. Nessa's not listening. I mean, you're gonna. <laughs> this is it. This is your career. Absolutely. It's the when a lot of people ask me like, what do you think about the industry? You've been in it now for five years. What What do you like? What don't you like? The main difference, the companies that I worked with out of college were all big corporate companies. So yeah. you know, you were doing what you do. You were an employee of the company. But what I did for good or bad, it affected me and obviously the the money that you that I made, but not. The big picture, you don't really see the difference being made because you're just one out of 10,000 sales reps or something like that. Um, here with this company, for good or for bad, you feel I feel the result right away. So I tell people, I mean, man, there's decisions that I've made. I'm like, wow, that was a stupid idea. Like, yeah. how do we think? Or then, then at the same time, there's someone's like, wow, we killed it. Like, that one was yeah, great yeah. and it makes you feel good, but it's instant. It's me and Nestor talking or Mariana, his, his wife, talking, come to a decision or dealing with the factories. 
all right, this is what we're going to do. Let's go ahead and let's rock it out and let's yeah, do it. Win some, lose some. Right. They give you enough uh, rope to hang yourself sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. But you, that's what. That's another thing, too. They've been so cool from the get-go, right off the jump. They've always given me full reign to do. They really trusted in me from the beginning, which I appreciate that a lot. Well, I see a younger effort into uh, Miami Cigar. Uh, it's been around since 89, mm -hmm. and um, I see changes that are happening. And, uh, you know, I think it has just signature to it, some Thank of these you. directions. Yeah, so uh, it's good to see. Uh, Barry Stein, you must have some questions because uh, you actually worked for this company. Yeah. You miss me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You don't have to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Barry, a.k.a. Coolissimo. Coolissimo. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that in a while. We'll just leave that alone. Yeah. But the back door is always open. <laughs> no, no, that's, uh, wow. Too much information right there. <laughs> not, not my back, not my back door. <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> so we get the trade show coming up. Yep, yep. What's on the horizon for the remainder of this year for Miami Cigar and Company? So we have a few. We're working on not for the trade show, but um, before the end of the year, we're working on the fourth wrapper for the Nestor Miranda. So Nestor and Pepin are working closely together with the whole crew over there in the factory. Um, working on another blend to go ahead and release a fourth one. Is it going to be a darker blend or a lighter blend? So there's two, I can say that there's two finalists as far as wrappers go that they're looking at. So they're looking at a Corojo and they're also looking at a, a San Andreas wrapper. So those are the two finalists and obviously blends and everything like that still haven't been finalized. But those are the two that, that Nestor liked. He's looking for a more oily wrapper, um, maybe darker shades of the Habano, but not as dark as the Maduro. But he does like that that oily feel and look to the, the Corojo wrapper. So that's Any thought since everyone and their grandmother is jumping on this barrel-aged craze that's going on in the cigar world, mm -hmm. any thought of coming they up with something? They did it years ago. They were way ahead of the game on yeah. that. La Aurora did one um, nine years ago. They released a La Aurora yeah. barrel-aged. Um, I think it was a little bit before its time. But now yes. people are getting into more of the craft feel, the more uh, boutique, smaller, limited type of runs type, uh, type of deal. So... We have actually with uh, one of the stores, one of our, our retailers that we're doing um, a project with Woodford Reserve. So they're, yeah. they're a liquor store slash retailer and they do those single barrel deals. So they're trying to do with those same barrels, do things like that. And also La Aurora has always, some factories do, but not all of them. They do age the wrapper in the barrels always. So that's, that's something they've been doing for years with the rum barrels. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing it for years, and yeah. now people are giving a name to it. It's, you know, people using Mexican rapper for years. Now they call it San Andreas. It becomes cool. Right. It's the same thing people have been doing. It's uh, just reinventing copy the wheel. Yeah, copycatting it and whatever. A few weeks ago, we noticed that uh, La Aurora trademarked barrel aged. Is there any plans for them to re-release the cigar now that there is that craze? I'm not sure. I mean, it's... Like uh, Dave was saying, also, it's more like the marketing side of it to get that out there more because they have always been doing it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like it's a new thing, but it's the, the end consumer doesn't really know that. Even most of the retailers don't know that either. And it's more on our side to get that information out to out to the customers. But they've always been been doing working with the barrel, so they'll continue to, to do that. Can you think of a benefit to barrel aging uh, a wrapper? So the thing, um, another thing that I tell a lot of the people too is like, our company, Miami Cigar, we're a sales marketing distribution company. Obviously, through time, I've learned a lot about cigars, and every day you continue to learn. So whenever I'm with uh, with Guillermo or with Pepin in the factories, we ask that, and especially the barreling with Guillermo, and I asked him what it was, and he's like, it's just different notes 
more than anything else that you can yeah. get onto those wrappers. Absolutely. And it depends if it's a rum barrel, if it's a bourbon barrel, whatever type of barrel you're going to use, you're going to get different notes. But it's just what's obviously the, the leaf is going to absorb whatever its content where it is. So it'll get different notes from it. So that's that's the main difference. Tobacco is a sponge. And if exactly. you can, if you, I would think in terms of if you had, say, a, a more acidic type tobacco that you are aging you may be able to soften that acidity mm -hmm. by putting it in and maybe adding some vanilla notes from an oak barrel correct uh, for example and just being able to change almost change the flavor profile of tobacco by using right barrel aging one of the things that i did learn off of this this last project that we did so it was the first time that i was involved um with the sampling and all of that of a barrel aged. Sure. We had different blends, some that we just used on the wrapper, some on the binder, some on the filler, and then a combo like a wrapper filler, wrapper filler binder. And it is, it becomes very overpowering. Um, like the cigar that was 100% all, all bourbon barrel aged, it, it was too overpowering. You get no, not, not a single note from the cigar. You're basically uh. just getting the taste of that barrel. So we're still waiting to see the finals, like which is going to be the final blend that they go with. But that wrapper, the wrapper aged one, to me is the best because you still get that cool different feel on the cigar but you still have the notes the natural notes from the cigar as well and it that's the part that touches your lips as well exactly mm -hmm. we're with jason wood from miami cigar and company he's the vice president of it and we're smoking the dano today this is a limited release 1000 boxes of three different wrappers that's all there is and uh enjoying it very much um last week uh we, we asked a question of our uh listeners every single week to try to know uh, what they think and and um, you know I don't know if you do that with your uh, retailers and stuff before you come out with a project see what's needed in the industry and right. stuff we try to do that Barry what was the question from last week well it's time for the question of the week brought to you by Duran cigars when the question is asked what are you smoking the answer should be Duran Duran cigars combine the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we asked a question on the website that each week we report pending cigar legislation and those that have passed. We asked if you find this to be an attraction or detraction to the website. The answer is that 78% of you want us to keep the bad news coming. Yay! I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I know it's terrible, but you need to know. Yeah. And, and, and it, Go ahead. Yeah, they need to know and they're saying that they care. And that's a big part of it. Go ahead. Uh, this week is another question that was brought up uh, on one of the cigar forums on Facebook. And we want to know, there's always been that debate when you buy a cigar and you age it. Do you age it in cello or not in cello? Well, we want to know when you buy a cigar, do you prefer the cigars on the shelf to be in cello, no cello, or it just doesn't matter to you? Hmm. And this is an interesting question because with Kilo coming out, we were talking about whether or not to put it in cello. Um, so let us know what you think. Mm, yeah. And uh, you can let us know what you think by voting on the widget just beneath the Duran Cigars advertisement on the right-hand side of the website. And the question of the week, as always, was brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking, the answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference. And next week, June 27th, uh, we will introduce Kilo. If everything works out, Barry Stein, as we plan. Is there anybody you can give a shout out to right now to make sure we get them in time? Yeah, Noel, you better not forget them when you come. So, <laughs> they've been coming for three weeks now, and they're still not here. Oh, so no. we're going with it. We're making the announcement, and um, we're going to get the cigars in, and we're going to review it 
actually for the first time smoking it and the first time reviewing it live right in front of Barry. Uh, we'll talk to him about it. This is a creation he came up with years ago. It's finally coming to light. Uh, hopefully, and we're going to uh, prepare for that. Actually, it was because of Miami Cigar that I was able yeah, to come up with that creation. So, you know, I thank Jason and Esther for that opportunity to learn about blending and Dave, you for allowing me to take it to the uh, the next level. Yeah, so we are going to take it to the next level. <laughs> we're going to go to break right now, and when we come back, he was born in Cuba. He comes here with nothing and becomes a huge success in the cigar business. Uh, we'll find out about his voyage and his stories of his children, uh, the namesake of the cigar that we're smoking, uh, and uh, the, the best-selling in its class worldwide. He's got a cigar that is the best-selling worldwide in its class. We'll talk about that and more. Nesta Miranda, Nesta Miranda joins us when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Mr. Punch is back with a new cigar that keeps it true to his name. Introducing Punch Signature, a flavorful, fuller-bodied cigar from Punch featuring a specially cultivated Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and rich Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper brings the deep history of Ecuadorian tobacco and Punch into the present with this new exciting leaf. You're not going to see that wrapper anywhere else in the market, so you owe it to yourself to grab one today. The new Punch Signature. True to its name. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, 
Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series, from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live in the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Joining us is the no-nonsense guy from Miami Cigar. He's the founder, the creator of it. Nesta Miranda. Nesta, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure, Dave. My pleasure. My pleasure. This is the very first time sitting down in an interview that we have the most interesting man in the cigar world <laughs> yes. and the least interesting yes, man in the do. cigar world. So it's totally balanced right now. We're ba I feel like the center of a seesaw. We also have something in common, me and you. Very in common that a lot of people can't say. There's only a few people in the world that have this in common. We have both hired Barry Stein. That's right. Yeah. That's as long right. as you both don't fire Barry Stein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are both high, and that's where he came from, and that's uh, that that's where we grabbed Barry. And um, uh, but let's let's get to you right now. That uh, you started your your uh, life in Cuba. Yes, I did. Yeah, I was born there. Born there. Yeah. When did you come here? Nineteen sixty-two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As soon Way as back. You, as soon as you could. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
So uh, you arrive here, and uh, the, the earliest part I remember you, you in the, in the liquor business. Is that where, where you started? 25 years. 25 years yeah. in it. Okay. And then uh, <clears throat> you, in 1989, you create Miami Cigar, and um, you go to distribution through um, liquor, liquor distributors. That's I mean, correct. Huge. I, yeah. I mean, that was uh, um, the guys in California, right? I've worked for uh, Southern Wine. Yes. Which is home. Okay. Now they're... $12 billion company. Yeah, yeah. What made you decide that cigars were going to be the thing? Because in 1989, you're looking at, what, five years before the boom hits. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Were you a visionary or just into cigars and you said, you know what, maybe I can make a go of this? Well, let me tell you. When I was 16 years old, that's a long time ago, mm. I, uh, my dad smoked cigar. My granddad smoked <laughs> cigar. So I used to steal cigar from my dad yeah. and go to the park and light a cigar so all the girls can see me smoking a cigar. It was like a big thing. I'm yeah. the big guy. Yeah. So I got sick every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week. But I, uh, and my, my granddad used to have in the Guayabera, you know, the Cuban yes, shirt. sure. Probably six Churchills. Oh. I wanted them out all 24 hours a day. No kidding. So I think I got my jeans from yeah, my granddad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you said, okay. I, I love it. I love the cigar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you learned to like it after getting sick for a while, but then, and you said, uh, I like it, so let me get into, into the business of something I like. Well, getting into the business was a, a long way. Okay. You know, because I came to the U.S., uh, first thing I did, it was, at that time, was the October crisis, the missile crisis. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So I joined the Army, U.S. Army, oh. and uh, Kennedy prepared something, an invasion to Cuba at that time. Yeah, must have which been very never interesting. Huh? Never I know happened. it never yeah. happened, but they did talk yeah, about yeah. it. And, and, and as a Cuban, you would be fighting your own country. That's right, my wow. own people. Wow. You know? Wow. But anyhow. Well, thank uh, you for your service before yeah, we go any yeah. further. Thank you. Yeah. But I was in the Army. I got to stay in the Army for another six months, yeah. despite the law. Yeah. So I, I learned a lot. Sure. And when you're in the Army, you learn that you're alone. Yeah. And you have to eat everything. Yeah. Because I don't like nothing. I used to be picky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no way. <laughs> right. You'll no stop. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> the guy that smoked a cigar every week to impress the girls won't eat green beans. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> so after the army, I came back to Miami and uh, my girlfriend from life, yeah. you know, which is my wife today, she flew Miami to Spain, stayed in Spain for a year, and then came back to uh, Los Angeles. Oh. So I was living in, in Miami. I said, man, I got to go to L.A. So at that time, I had a 55 Chevy. Nice. Gorgeous. I wish yeah. I can have it right now. Yeah. And I prepared myself, and I drove all the way from Miami to Los Angeles. Wow. Which is a long way. Long ride. So I arrived in Los Angeles, and I go to a motel, take a shower, put myself very pretty so you can see me. <laughs> and I call him up, and I say, Mariana, you know, I'm in L.A. And I say, it's a big city. You tell me about it. I've been driving, you know, all over. Yeah. And I say, how can I go to your home? And they say, where are you? I say, I'm in the uh, Silver Lake Hotel. And I say, you are in the Silver Lake Hotel? I say, you're two blocks from my house. Wow. So Look at that. There's no way I can get rid of that woman. You know, yeah. Right <laughs> so no, that's it. Meant to be. You know, that's meant to be. Meant to be. Meant to be. Meant to be. So uh, as you get on, you, you start doing the distribution for uh, La Aurora, Leona Menez. Okay, I started doing my own cigar first. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You did that first? Okay. In 1989. Okay. And uh, we started. Don, Don Lino. Don Lino. Yes. Correct. So what I, have, what I did was uh, 
I put a storage in one car garage, it's small. So from there, I got my cigar from Honduras. I used to sell cigar the weekend with my wife. Oh my. Wow. So every Saturday and Sunday, I go to different routes. You would have the cigar made and sell it yourself? Yes. Yes. Wow. Me and my wife. Wow. So Saturday, I go out, for example, Miami, Key West, and I open a route. So I sell $1,000 in cigar. That was the objective. $1,000. The yeah. bundle was $7, $21, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You have to sell off a lot of those. A lot. <laughs> a lot. So the next week, I went to West Palm Beach, the other week, Naples. So I opened up four routes. Yeah. So I was busy for the month. Wow. So the first uh, 1989, we sold like 80,000 cigars, which that's what I smoke today, you know, about. Yeah. So you were doing more than 1,000 a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when a rep comes in and they say, Nestor, I think that my territory might be a little too large <laughs> and I'm not able to hit production. Yeah. You can say, right. All right, let's sit down, son. Let's talk about yeah. in '89 when yeah. there was yeah. nobody uh, smoking cigars, nobody, way before a nobody, boom. Nobody, yeah, nobody. it wasn't cool, yeah. and I was selling eighty thousand cigars by myself. Right, it, it was amazing with my yeah. wife in tow. But then next year, we doubled the business to one hundred sixty thousand. Wow! And there was no boom like right. you say before. Sure, you know those were hard so, times. Yeah, man. and every year we double our business. Now well, we're you're the only rep on the road at that yeah, point, that was, it sounds And like. I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's only, well, not only that, but I can't imagine that there's very many cigar makers doing what you were doing yes. at the time. Yeah. And I know, you know, as a buyer, when I see the owner of the company come in to visit, it's a whole different ball game than somebody sending a rep in. So you as the owner yeah. going in, yeah. you had an awful lot more weight behind what you were saying. I went to, uh, I remember I went to, um, it's like a small cafeteria in the Keys. But they said bundle, a lot of bundle. Warning, I talked to the guy and I say, I have a fantastic bundle. You got to see this. He said, I got plenty of bundle. No, 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 you don't have my bundle. You got to see this. Yeah. And I opened one and tried a cigar. I've been doing cigar for all my life. <laughs> I was a big liar. You know, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy uh, said, well, let me try it. I say, it's good. I say, how many you want? Nice. I got only 22 sell. Say, let me see. Give me all 20. I got more than 20. Right, right. You know? You're good. <laughs> so we sold the 20. Everything was like $250 in cigars, 300 That was yeah. good. But it was every every week we have a surprise like that. The biggest surprise was one day my wife called me and said, I sold 10 boxes to New York. Oh. And I said, oh, my God, we're in the big city now. That's it. Uh, De La Concha. Oh, no kidding. Le wow. My oh. first account. Wow. Leon, uh, Leo Melendi. Melendi, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. came to Miami because he used to go to Miami a lot and bought the 10 boxes and took it to New York. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and I sold the boxes and then he reordered again. I don't know if he paid me, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did it come about that you end up uh, taking on the distribution of La Aurora going from being. They okay. were making your cigar? No. no Not even. No. UST was making my cigar. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Sure, right. get to that. <laughs> ah, I understand now. You just connected so, a dot for me. I got it. When I was in the liquor business, I, I met uh, the owner of Brugat Rum, a dear friend of mine, and Brugat family, Mary LaRora. Mm. Yeah, that's the, that's ah, the, the right. connection right there. All right. So they have a distribution in Miami that's only in Florida. They weren't selling no cigar on the U.S. So I talked to my friend Brugal and say, I want to get LaRora. I want you to help me. I can help you. The oldest cigar yes. brand. 
Yep. In the wow. Dominican, the first, uh, 1903. 1903. Yeah. Wow. So he talked to the owners, and I say, I have the guy for you. This guy is terrific. He's a great salesman. And they were looking for somebody at that time, I mm. guess. So we went to Dominican Republic and met the owners. I got a proposal, you know. It's still at this time you're, you're driving yourself and going to yeah, the yeah, store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. my God. So you go There's to the a reason why yeah. he's the most interesting man. Really? Okay. I, I approved that message. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, the owner of La Aurora, I got the proposal so he can read it. He took the proposal and put him on the side. He said, talk to me. Yeah. I said, okay, that's what I like. Yeah. Know? So I talked to him, and this is what I'm doing with your cigar, and this, and that, and that. And then the other guy came in. I said, okay, let's just wait outside for a minute. Let me take a decision. So we went out, have a coffee, one of those espresso, Dominican. Mm. And they came back in 10 minutes. And I said, you got the line. I said, wow. oh, my God. What am I going to do now? <laughs> you know? Right. So we got the line in uh, I need to hire somebody. 19... <laughs> 1991, 92. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Right before it yes, blew up, though. That's right. Talk about timing. Holy so we God. start selling La Aurora, you know. But it was somebody in Miami that they don't want to take the line away yet. Okay. So I started selling La Aurora all over the U.S. Yeah. Then I went to brokers and all that, yeah. of course. So now I'm doing uh, a million and a half cigar. Wow. I went up right away. Yeah. And they keep double the business, double it. Yeah. So one day I was in uh, at De La Concha, and uh, old Joe Bryman was yeah, there. Yeah, sure. And he's talking about my cigar and this. You know, my cigar has been there for life. Yeah. And I said, you know, my cigar sold uh, $13 million in cigar. And I say, uh, is that good? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? $13 million, man, that's big league. I say, George, I'm doing 19 million. Wow. So he say, you got to be kidding. Are you pulling my leg? Yeah. I pulled the two legs, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I say, okay, let's, let's have a drink next. Let's have a drink. So we went to San Rigi Hotel, have a drink. I paid for the drink, of course. There we go. And we have a drink and this and that. He's telling me about it. And I say, can you prove that? He will, I send you my income tax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a proof right yeah. there. Yeah. That was in 1996. Mm. Two weeks later, I had been interviewed by Cigar Aficionado. Uh, so I wow. went into the magazine. Sure. You know, and that was big hit. Yeah. Big hit. Yeah. In those yeah. days, they, they were they, a powerhouse. They were yeah, a powerhouse. They, were powerhouse. Some, they write about somebody, ba boom. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you saw what happened yeah. with Ernesto Carrillo and That's right. Gloria That's Cubana, right. boom. Yeah. You know, whatever they said would end yeah. up being the thing. It almost sounds like you didn't even need the cigar boom. I mean, you're working harder than anyone I've ever heard of, but the boom hits. It helps that, a lot. That oh, had yeah, to have changed yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. It helps a did lot. Did you end up at that point go, having to go in-house with the reps? How did that transition happen from it, brokers We started to, going into, yeah, into the uh, in-house people. Yeah. yeah just, because just, we were selling a lot. But, you know, then it happened, USD pulled the line from me. Yes. So this is And what, that was a major loss. Oh, yeah. A major. It, uh, any, anybody else it would have put under, would yeah. have been over, out of business, and I remember when that ended up happening, and I'm You're like, good. wow, what a shame, and what's going to end up happening here, but you took legal, well, legal action? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, later on, four years later. Yeah, yeah. But when you lose uh, half of your business in one call. That's it. It was hard. Oh. It was very hard. Yeah. But 
I always been a winner. Yeah. You know, so I say, okay, we start all over again. Wow. You know, but I have La Aurora. So yes. I was doing uh, four million cigar with La Aurora. So that's that's a good base. You know, yeah. I start doing it again and again and again. Yeah, four years later, I sued those. Well, someone like yourself who's not afraid to pull the bootstraps up and hit the road yourself and actually do the work. And that's the problem with some brand owners. They get to well, a it's certain whole generational yeah, thing yeah, at this yeah, point. Well, yeah. even, even, even older ones, you know, they get to a certain point and now they don't want to go up. out and hit yeah. the road. But you're at that point where you've got, you're at a crossroads. You could sit back and rest on your laurels and just distribute La Aurora or go back to work and take yeah. it to the next level but, again. But look what, but, what ends up happening to USD yeah. after that. You know? Oh, went down. Yeah. So, you know, they were the, listen, big, big money, and they had everything and all the tobacco and everything. Big and, company. And, and they yeah. figured, okay, we're going to take over the world now. That's why we're not going to handle handle a guy like this. We're going to take over the world. The right. opposite happens. Ding dong. You're wrong. Yeah. But one of the, uh, the things that I remember in December, because that happened in December, mm. That I got to fire a lot of people. Yeah. That was tough. Sure. Sure. You lose 50% of your business. Somebody's got to go, right? And Half of it. Half yep. of the company went down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crazy yeah. times. Crazy times. So you, you later create a flavored cigar, and flavored cigars were not all uh, all that at that time. There's not. No. There's not. Right. There's nothing yeah. out there. And uh, you name it after your daughter, Tatiana. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Because uh, when I was in the uh, interview, I talk about everybody except my daughter. Ah. And she was very upset. Oh. So she called me from, oh. uh, from the uh, UF University. Dad, you know, I help you. I carry boxes and this, you know, something. Tatiana, I'm so sorry. I was oh. so nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So I will do something for it. Let me see what I can do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's 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 oh, hard to yeah. remember everybody not yeah, your daughter. Right. My God, but you just in the middle of what it is, and so I say, okay, I'm gonna uh, come out with a cigar, kind of flavor cigar, you know. So I come out with little ones, yeah, not the big ones, little ones. So since I was in the liquor business, you know, the counter space is very important. Mm. Yeah. So I got to design something for that little cigarillo. So I'm flying to California and I'm watching, uh, looking into a magazine, and I see the Tower of Pisa, which is inclinated, you know, the Pisa Tower. Yeah, 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 Mean Tower Pisa. And then uh, I look at it and say, wait a minute, this is uh, nice. So I went down to, and the, uh, the on the plane I start designing the the tower, wow. and I put like a, a little basket, a little thing, up in Miami. Talk to my people. Does anybody can do this in plastic? Of course. So we come out with the Tatiana. Yeah. And then we come out with the, uh, there was 50 cigarillo in every jar with a rubber band. So the rubber band will take those cigarillo and almost cut them in the middle. So they look terrible. They yeah, really look yeah. terrible. But we start doing the Tatiana. Then we come out with a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put the box Tatiana. So I took a picture and sent it to my daughter. You got a cigar now. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I can't believe it's number one cigar in my company. That's it. Yeah. It is the number one flavored yeah. cigar yes. in the it, world. It's it, it, incredible. Unbelievable. Number but, one in its category. Of course, I pay royalty to my daughter now. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> does she, that does, guy. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> does she work for the company as well? Uh, at that time, she held me, but she was a student. Yeah, know, yeah. So. I mean, now, fast no, forwarding to no, today, no, she does no. not. 
yeah, she could be around. She, she's yeah. Miss Tatiana, yeah. you know, a beautiful girl. Probably know them more than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that is the number one item that you right. have. Right. Wow, imagine that. But then we build uh, Don Lino, you know, La Aurora, build in and try it again. Then I sue those SOB. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, so it came out pretty good. That ended up working out yeah, great for you yeah, and not so great yeah. for them. And, and that's the way, hopefully, life works. That uh, it, it's Life is like this. You know? yes, you're uh, up, you're down, you're yeah, up. You know, yeah. You've been down. They yeah, even, you know. yeah. And you, and you fight. And but then, you fight. Yeah, you fight. You, fight. you keep going. Um, so uh, then uh, I, I came to your office many, many years ago, and I met your son, Danny. Right. And... Um, hardworking uh, young man and uh, I remember the karate thing he was into karate and all that stuff and it was uh, black belt yes black belt. yeah and um, unfortunately he passes away huh? and this is the idea of this uh, of Dano and I remember you coming out with it with the Dano size uh, which was the number one of the of the regular one that uh, when it first came 2009. out. 2009 yeah, yeah 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 so this is a hard time for right. your Father's Day right. and yeah oh my it goodness. is uh, but it, truly a family company where you have your, your daughter on a cigar, you have your, your son on, on a cigar. Um, your good acquisition. It was good acquisition there. Yeah. Mr. Yes. Mr. Yeah. Wood. Yes. Yeah. Like a son, right? Right. 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 No. Good man. Um, so it's, it's interesting that you're here up here for Father's Day, and uh, this is a Thank special you. cigar Thank that you. you're launching at, the, at this time. Uh, and it worked out uh, timing-wise beautiful. Um, but this is not something every single year we see a Dano. Yeah, every two years. Every two years. Yeah. Okay. We so, used to make 1,000 boxes of each wrapper. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it's gone, it's gone. That's a wait. Is the blend the same from release to release or do you change the blend uh, based on that we size? usually change a little bit to get more strength to the cigar and and uh, oily wrapper sure We're looking for something unique yeah 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 and Pepin is the greatest in doing that yeah, yeah. He, he makes all your uh nesta miranda that's yes. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 now uh while you were downstairs jason had a few choice words to say about you uh, he obviously didn't have <laughs> i was listening to it so don't say it in front of your face yeah. but uh if you want to say a few words about jason he's sitting right i there. tell you he what can... i'm going to say we are in new york and uh, he's a young man yes and he wanted to put me down i say you run every morning and so he goes yes i do i said let's go running all right let's go to central park i know the whole central park he made me run five miles, five but miles. I did it. My goodness! So I, we came back, and I, and I told him, "How you feeling?" Because I'm breathing normally. He can put the old man down. And there we go. <laughs> no, no way. No way is right. Um, what else? Uh, okay, it's going to be time for a classic three-way. I want to include you in this. So uh, if you would, you've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from. Yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. 
Cigarcenter.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, Nesta Miranda, I don't know if you've ever heard this little game we play, but I have five people celebrating a birthday today. So it's going to be a classic three-way. It's Mr. Jonathan, you, and Barry. They're okay. going to go against each other. And I'm going to mention somebody, tell you a little about them, and you're going to tell me what year they were born. See if you can beat these two chumps on each side of you. What year were they born without going over? If you go over, you're out. So go under if whatever. It's closest without going over. So we'll start with Mr. Jonathan. He'll answer this question, and then you'll give yours, and then Barry will give his. So today is the birth date of Nicole Kidman. Do you know who she is? Nicole Kidman, movie actress. She rose to fame in her performance in the 1990 film Days of Thunder, won an Academy Award for Best Actress, portraying Virginia Woolf in a 2002 film, uh, The Hours. She received Academy Award nominations for a role as Rabbit Hole in... Moulin Rouge. She was Batman forever, and uh, she's married. Uh, she previous being married to Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman, Mr. Jonathan. What year was she born? 1972. So, what do you think, Nesta? You saying 72? That make what 40? Don't ask me to do math, no. my man. That's that would, be, that would be 43. I just throw guesses out. So, what year do you think she was 1971. born? 1971. 1971. Barry. I'm gonna go 65. 65 will take the point. 67, she was born. Oh, so Barry uh, gets a point. So he's winning one to nothing. We have a total of five altogether, four left. It looks good for an old lady. Not bad, huh? So this is going to you first. <laughs> I'd do her. Yeah. Is any need of that? Nelson, um, Nesta, this goes to you first now. Today is the birthday, birthday of Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, R&B singer, legendary R&B singer who recorded the with the Commodores Brick House and went on to a solo, solo act, including Truly, Dancing on the Ceiling, Easy Like Sunday Morning, and many others. Uh, he, Him and Michael Jackson co-wrote the number one hit, We Are the World, <laughs> that raised funds for Africa. Uh, he adopted the simple life Nicole Richie uh, when she was nine years old. Lionel Richie, born today, what year? 1945. 1945, Barry Stein. I wrote down 45 as well. 45 as well? I believe they are way under. I think it's 1959. 1959 is a point for both Nesta and Barry, 1949. So Nesta gets a point, Barry gets a second, and this goes to Barry Stein. Today is the birthday of John Goldman. John Goodman. John Goodman. Uh, larger and life actor who played the husband Dan Connor on the TV show Roseanne from 88 to 97. The role earned him a Golden Globe Award in 1993. He also played in Monsters Inc., The Big Lebowski. Oh, brother, where th thou art. Oh, brother, where art thou? Art thou? John That's Goodman. Close. Born yeah. today, Barry Stein. 1950. 1950, he says. Mr. Jonathan, I'm going to go 1952. 1952? 49. 49. 52 will no. take two points. 52 is two points for Mr. Jonathan. So now Mr. Jonathan has two, Barry has two, and Nesta has one. Come by on, the, Nesta. You can do it. By the way, if you get it exact, you get two points just like that. So now it goes to Mr. Jonathan. Today is the birth date of Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, rock oh, singer. boys. Co-wrote uh, 25 top 40 hits for the Beach Boys, including Good Vibrations, Surfing USA. He worked as a producer uh, and arranged 
uh, a ranger for bands, uh, suffered the drug addiction and mental health issues, but he was born today. Brian Wilson he was brainwashed by his own therapist. Yeah? Yes. Okay. 1944. 1944, he says. Nesta, what do you think? 45. 45, Barry Stein. I have to put a disclaimer. I heard an interview about him on Friday on the way to work, and I know he was born in 1942. He was yeah. for two points, but you got it. So Barry's got two points. Oh, I came into work just as that interview was on. Yep. How did you stay and listen to it if I was in? That would have made him late. To... Yeah. You were late. So you <laughs> well, actually, I streamed you it. three points. I streamed yeah. it at my job. desk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, you are yeah. terrible. What are you doing? <laughs> listening to the NPR. <laughs> I know, really? So who's this going to? Last question. Who's this go to? Uh, Nestor gets this one. Nestor go. Today is the birth date of Les Gold. Les Gold. No idea, right? No idea. Wrestler. Reality star who gained fame as a pawnbroker on the series Hardcore Pawn. You know that show at all? Hardcore Pawn. Oh, I started yeah. watching it, and then I realized it wasn't exactly what I thought it was. Absolutely. <laughs> Same so thing happened to, to me. I had to turn it off. He got his big break as a producer uh, and saw on TV commercials uh, during the Jerry Springer show. He's the Pawn star that's in Detroit, I believe. Uh, the series premiered in 2010 on True TV, and it is the most watched pre uh, show on the network's history. Do you have any idea who he is? Less gold? None of us do. I don't remember him. You know? Maybe yeah. he's before my time. No, know. he's on right now. <laughs> he's on right now. Hardcore porn. Same thing. We'll take a guess. How old would he be? I would say 65. 65. So you would say uh, 1950. Yeah. Okay. He says 1950. Barry Stein. I'm going to go 1953. 53? I'm going to go 56. 56. It would be 1950 exactly. Look at this. Two points. But Barry Stein is going to take the win anyway, four to three to two. Mr. Jonathan Kings and last, which is why you got all fired. That You're not hey. supposed to beat the boss. It's just like old times when I used to beat you playing dominoes. There we go. This classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Uh, and a That's reminder: if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and we will give you a happy birthday cigar. So, Nesta Miranda, thank you so much My for pleasure, coming baby. up. It's a donut. Uh, happy thank Father's you. Very, Day. Always nice to always see you. Always Great nice to see you. Happy Father's Day to thank you. When you. we come back, the latest issue of Cigar Journal has hit the stands. Uh, we found it to be a very interesting issue. We'll tell you why. We have more in the mailbag. Old Fod Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, lots more when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your One Life Edition Dano, celebrating Father's Day, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back with our number two right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. Both cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? What if La Gloria Cubana stopped at the legendary Siri R? One thing's for sure, they wouldn't have created Siri R Esteli. Discovered on a Nicaraguan mountainside high above the Jalapa Valley floor, this extremely flavorful Nicaraguan puro combines a Jalapa Soul wrapper with a bold combination of Visos and Lajeros. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar that's worthy of your discovery. Learn more at lagloriacubana.com slash what if and find yours now at fine tobacconists everywhere. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, face. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. Yeah. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's the lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on my barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! Do it. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And in this hour, I'm a taster for Cigar Journal. I love to see the ratings, to see how they came out, and how I voted for them, but... When I get the magazine in, I love the articles, the stories that are inside here. We're going to tell you uh, about this issue that just, just has crossed our path right now. Uh, also, we got Old Fart Freddy and then some insane news from the asylum. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location 
And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And there you go. We're smoking the Nesta Miranda Dano. This is the limited release, and we, we chose the sun-grown one to, to start it off, the Habano. Mm. And uh, that's the one uh, we started with in the first hour. This is a two-hour smoke, folks. We could actually keep going and just smoke this cigar throughout the rest of the show, but we planned on this three different wrappers, so we can't smoke right. all three. But uh, let's... Um, I would say this cigar would be a great cigar to evaluate medium-bodied by. Straight down the middle, medium, little peaks and valleys, gets a little milder, gets a little stronger, but never really gets much more than medium. Very, very good. Yeah, straight medium. Nice amount of complexity in the flavor profile. Some earthy notes, some sweet notes. So we have the natural and the Maduro left. Um, so we're going to give you a choice of which one you want. Uh, I'm going to go first only because... I have had the Connecticut already. That's the only one I did smoke, and now I'm, I'm having the Habano, uh, which I like very much. But I haven't had the Maduro, so I'd like to go to the Maduro only because I right. haven't before. This could be an interesting show and when Dave I, vomits. When I, when I reviewed the Maduro on the website, I said I was interested to see what your take was. Okay. Because there are some classic Maduro elements to that cigar. All right. Believe it or not, I mean, for some reason, some of the newer Maduros that have come out, I like mm -hmm. them so much, and I'm not yeah. a big Maduro guy. But uh, I'm going to give All this right. one a try. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to defer to Barry. Barry, you pick. Which one do you want, buddy? Well, I know Chuck likes them strong, so I'm going to go with the Connecticut. All right, Chuck, you got your pick. You can have the Connecticut or the Maduro, and I'm fine either way. What do you want? I'm giving you the choice. I'm being debonair. You can't reverse debonair me. Maduro. All right, you're going Maduro. There you go. I did smoke the Connecticut on there. I was uh, very surprised how full bodied the Connecticut was. It was not a mild cigar. Oh, so you sandbag. Oh. Sandbag. It is not a mild cigar. No, I know you're looking at it and saying, I'm going to take the mild cigar. That is no mild cigar. Okay. It, it look, may look like it's a mild cigar. It's on like it's Donkey Kong now. It, it is not your father's Connecticut. No, it is not. It is my father's Connecticut, right? Huh? huh? Made, made it that factory huh? for Nesta Miranda. There we go. It's got a little, little, little pig tail on the top of it. Yep. Once uh, again, it's 7 by 56. Big boy. This is the Dano size. Yep. Ecuadorian Connecticut or Connecticut Broadleaf, depending on who has which. Um, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. So is it the same exact cigar except wrapper? That's a good question for Jason. The, the same uh, exact cigar except the wrapper? Uh, the blend was tweaked to fit the size. But if we're all smoking the same size, we're all smoking the same blend except the wrapper. Oh, okay. oh completely oh, different. All right. Same binder. Okay. So what are you saying? The fillers is, are different. The fillers are different. The binders the binder the same. and wrapper are different. Right. Oh, that's why. Son of a. So the Connecticut the has Brazilian and the Maduro has Peruvian in it. All right. Which is what you like, Barry, right? Yes. So that's why you're interested to see what I like anyway. All right. So let's give this bad boy a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we'll give this a cut. And how are we going to light this, Mr. Jonathan? Well, I'll tell you. Perdomo cut out the S-chip yeah. because there's, there's tax problems when it comes to cigars. There's yeah. no tax problems when it comes to lighters. 
Right. There's no FDA issues. Right. So what they can do is they can pack an awful lot of lighter and not be afraid of taxation. Who's they? Or the folks at Vertigo. Yes. The folks at Vertigo put out this Renegade lighter. It is a four-jet lighter with a flip-out bullet punch, and it does, in fact, as Chuck was wondering earlier, feature the patented big-ass tank that Vertigo and, is known for. And they, you made that up, by the way. I did they make that up. They have not told me not to say it, <laughs> right? and you they know? have not added it to any of their POS material well, I yet. I think they just filed for a trademark. <laughs> I think they did. Yeah, we're going to check with Barry later on trademarks, and he'll let us know. It should be the big-ass tank because it holds a lot of fluid. This is the one to take when you're going out, and nobody else has the lighter with them. We'll, we'll see that tonight at the Father right. and Son Cigar Dinner, that all these people will come out to go to a cigar dinner, and they will have forgotten one thing. Nope, their credit card, no. They will have forgotten their lighter and cutter. Yes, they will. So they will be using mine. bring a case, put it up for, on the table for sale. You know who's not going to be using mine? Yes, Slobber cutter guy, yes. which I already saw. He's on the thing. He shall remain nameless, but he's not going he's, anywhere he's near gonna be there. my cutter. This is the guy that licks the cigar. <laughs> he doesn't lick it. He deep throats it. Goes all the way with that bad boy. And then he wants to borrow somebody's cutter after he does. He doesn't it. even know its name. I mean, that's not the kind of relationship you should <laughs> be going for with a cigar. So th this is this lighter is good for a cigar like this that is a big ring gauge. It's a thicker ring gauge. It's going to light just as easy yeah. as a, a thinner one. A lot of people are nervous about the four jets because they think, oh, it's just going to burn through the fuel. And that's where the patented big-ass tank comes there in. There we go. Well, right off the bat on the first hit, I'll tell you, yeah. Chuck's shaking his yeah. head. <laughs> you know you're smoking a cigar at this point. There's strong. no joke. It's strong. Yeah. It's strong. Meaty. Yeah. Yeah. Beefy, meaty, uh, fatty. Yeah. Words that have been used to describe me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for the bell on that one. I get a little a little Sweet. dryness on this Connecticut. Uh, a little note of little maple. A little sensitive. <laughs> little maple. <laughs> uh, feels like a roast up yeah. there. <laughs> Check, please. Yeah, so you and Barry are smoking the same. We're thing. smoking the same thing. Same I got a little, a, a little maple, walnut, a little maple, a little walnut. Ben and Jerry's maple walnut. Wow, this is going to be tough, Barry. This is heavy. Yeah, for me, I found it to be sweet. Yeah. I got no issue with mine. I'm glad I picked it now. We'll see. I'm early in. I'm early in. So here it is. The new cigar journal has just crossed paths here, and. Um, I think it's the most interesting magazine that's out there on the market is Cigar Journal. If you're into cigars, listen, I like pretty girls just like anybody else. Um, you love, cartoons, you love Lear Jets. I like Lear Jets. I you know, wish I could have my own private jet and all that stuff. But this Cigar Journal is the one that talks to me because this is what I care about. I, I get a cigar magazine because I want to know about the cigar business. Uh, I care about the tobacco. I care about the cigars, new things coming out in worldwide because some things actually start over in Europe and work their way over here, and some things start over here and work their way over there. Cigar Journal has it all. Um, this one is uh, Kaizad Hinsodia from Gurkha. He's on the cover of it. Um, and um, in this uh, is mentions that, 
their Cigar Journal Awards that come out each and every year. Usually it's the IPCPR right. that we end up having that. But this year they're going to do it different. They're going to do the award show in Dortmund, Germany at the Inter Tobacco uh, show that's September 18th. This is something I have never attended. I'm considering it this year, mm. going, um, just to see what it's all about. When's your anniversary? September 30th. So you could do it. I could do it. So I don't know. I'm considering anyway. Plus, they're doing the awards thing down there. So I'm thinking about it. Did you see? Seeing I'm a taster for it. Maybe they'll fly me down. Yeah. Did no, you, I don't think did so. Did you happen to catch? <laughs> they, they do the cigar news. And so they celebrate the different collections and limited editions that different people are coming out. Yes. Yeah. The stock photo for the Dunhill Celebration Collection is featured in the magazine with its Smoking Kills sticker. Yes, I It's saw. not for sale yeah. in the magazine, mm. but they keep the smoking kills right on the front in big black block letters. I thought that was the biggest mistake you could possibly make for any cigar manufacturer. They didn't have it. They didn't have, maybe they have to. I don't know what the story is. No, they shouldn't, right? It's not an advertisement. It's not an advertisement. Yeah, so they're taking it's a, a new segment. Why would you leave it on there? I think what they should do is like for new cars and things like that is have a big sticker that says driving kills. Right. Because it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's obnoxious, Dave. It is. It's crazy. Obnoxious. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, interesting story of uh, Davidoff um, continues to gain momentum in uh, the direction of what the Davidoff company is doing. I know everybody's looking at them. I mean, they're definitely uh, going in, in all kinds of directions. Uh, but, um, you know, the thing I want to see when I get this is the blind taste uh, test as a panelist in doing that. I tried to match up what I had smoked and gave my rating to yeah. and then see how did it pair because there's a few of us smoking the same exact cigar. And I'll tell you, it's pretty damn close. I mean, it's one point plus or minus of exactly what really? I'm saying. Good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, we're, I mean, we're at least we're on the same thing. If I end up seeing I gave something an 83 and some, and it gets a 93, I'm like, what am I doing on that panel? But right. It's one point wow. off, plus or minus, every single time. And that is the beautiful thing about blind tasting, and that's why we yeah. do it all the time to each other, to keep ourselves sharp. And that really does keep you sharp. Taking the band off, which is, some would argue, 80% of the flavor is this band right here. Yeah. Yep. If the, if the blend underneath changed, most people wouldn't even pick up on it because, oh, I smoke this. It, you know, and I, I took some pictures because they gave me a lot of dark cigars this time. Uh, not for this issue for the next issue that's coming everything i got was dark heavy cigars and i'm like why why are they doing this to me it's like you know me i'm <laughs> why are you doing this and uh somebody said don't uh you know uh i put it on facebook or something and somebody says don't uh gift horse in the mouth look a gift horse in the mouth and say thank you and whatever let me tell you this is a real job and it's not as as I thought it would be, as oh, it's going to be fun. It's so enjoyable because you try to do a good job, and you got to give uh, first, third, second, third, third, third. I actually can't do two things at once right. when it comes to that. To give it full, I have to actually give it full attention. Yeah. So if they send me twenty cigars, it's literally twenty hours minimum. Yeah. Minimum to put in to do it correctly, mm -hmm. and I try to do it correctly. So. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of work. I'm not saying I don't want to do it. I want to do it, but it's a lot of work. So in the smoky spirit section, that's one of my favorite sections because I get, I'm into scotch and I get to take a look at new scotches coming out. Some are only available in Europe. Uh, there was one that is available in the United States that I'm going to hunt down. The Abelor Abunad 
Batch 46. I'm sure I'm you a, butchered the hell out of that. Probably, but, I, but yeah. I'm a big fan of the regular Abelor 12, so I'm going to be looking for that. But our good friend, Jose Dominguez. Jose of, Dominguez. Of, yep. our, of our donut commercial. There thing, we go. <laughs> uh, gets the nod as his Robusto Maduro is a great pairing with the Valador rum elixir. You know you sing it out there. You know you, that when no one's around, you're in the shower, you start singing that. I got, Jose I got a text from Johnny. Uh, this week, and yeah. he said, "You guys and your Jose Dominguez commercial—it's stuck in my head. That's it, and it won't leave. It's an earworm, is what that is." So, the highest-rated cigar in this issue was the Padron Number no. Fifty Natural. This is not to be confused with the hundred-dollar Padron Fifty, but the regular stock one that's out there uh, in natural gets the ninety-two rating. Um, CLE, our friends at CLE, uh, six dollar and fifty cent cigar uh, gets the the robusto gets a ninety one. The Davidoff Winston Churchill uh, ninety one uh, and Perdomo ninety one. So uh, yeah, the double aged Epicure Maduro. Yeah, hmm. also got Best Buy uh, an aging room bin number one B minor got a ninety and got a Best Buy. And uh, our good friends over at La Florida Minicana scored a on their chisel from the Capitulo Dose line. Maduro got a ninety and Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do you remember what the highest rated cigar was that you reviewed yourself was in the magazine? I have them. I don't because it was it was two months ago when I did those right. ones. So I, I don't I don't have it in front of me. But I did notice the lowest. As interesting as the highest is I like looking at the lowest score to see what it was. They didn't send it to me. I don't know if they can because it happens to be a Cuban cigar. But it happens to be a Cuban cigar that I smoked while I was in Cuba. Twice was the only cigar I smoked twice. And the reason why I went to that one twice, it was the lowest price one, but it's the Hoya de Monterey Epicure, number one. Got the lowest, 84. I think they got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal. I just think they hit the nail on the head on that one. Uh, I don't know if you're having your notes over there, but one of the interesting things I found in the issue was how to build a walking humidor. Yes. The, the, the actual plans are in the magazine. Yes, they are. There's so much to every single issue. That's that, hardcore. You know, these are things you want to save because maybe you're not ready to do it now. You save this issue, and then when it's time to end up going going there. But lighter, mate, lighter maintenance, mm. yep. uh, very interesting. Uh, Stinky Ashtray has a new ashtray out uh, for the car that has a cup holder, and it's got a little spring-loaded mm. clip for it. That was pretty cool I looking. saw that, yeah. Uh, did you read the article about, is it Henrik Villiger? Yes. So the rumor that I had heard before getting this issue yeah. was that he had no one to um, supersede him yeah. as the head of the company, no sure. family members, yeah. and it was going to be left up to the board and the whole bit. Well, this issue uncovers the fact that he does have a family member that is going to be able to step in. Uh, and she started working uh, this year after getting out of college and started her, did a residency working for the company and is slowly working her way up. Big company, man. And hopefully gets to the top. I met him. He did a thing at TAA before. It went on for like two hours explaining his whole production of machine aid cigar process that he goes through. It was brutal to sit through two hours of it, but uh, uh, huge. In 2014, Villiger Cigars produced 1.5 billion, billion, with a B, cigars, and that's roughly one-third of the entire production of cigars wow. for Germany, Spain, and Switzerland combined. Wow. Big. Huge, Jerry. Wow. And this is, the guy, this is the guy that owns it. You know, it's not a big, giant company. It's one, it is a big, giant company, but it's a one-man operation uh, that owns it. Vintage Cigars. Um, who are the buyers? This is mm. one of the things they did. 
and collectors and things like that. And I finally found on it because I've been in search for a cigar for many, many years. I had a bucket list. I actually made a list of cigars over the years that I actually want to be able to get. And I got through every single cigar on my list with the exception of one cigar. I still haven't been able to find it. And here it was that was on this vintage list. Um, it's called a 1492. It came out in the early 1990s. Uh, Cuban cigar, 1492. Um, it is now selling for squiggly line, 25,000. So what is that, 25,000 pounds? Euro, yes, maybe? that would be... Well, euro would be EU, and then the pound sign. But this is before be the twenty-five thousand. It looks like, like an L, kind of. If it looked like an L, that's pounds. It looks like this with a line through it, like a seven. That's euro. Yeah, that's okay. a euro. Yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. it's like a backwards, if it's like a C with a line yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's euro. Yeah. All right, twenty-five thousand of them. So that's almost fifty k US, right? For a box. Wow. You just want one. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean I got to pay a thousand for it if it's fifty thousand for the box? Well, first you have bucks. to talk the guy that has the box into breaking the seal on the box. Jonathan, do you have a bucket list cigar? No, I, have, I don't. I'm still seeking the Sand Shark. Really? The Fuente Sand Shark. And you know why I asked for it for you? Yes. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Doesn't mean it won't happen. They're like that damn blogger. I ain't going to give him it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I'd leave with it and let me see what I can do. And that's where it left. It was just hanging out there and it didn't happen. So <laughs> that's it. That's the one for you. That's the one that, for me. That's yeah. it. That's the only one as of now. Yeah, I got a feeling I'll get that for you before uh, you're going to get the 1492 for me. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting article on Jamaica in their travel corner. Uh, cigars, rum, any touch of James Bond, James Bond, but you'll have to read the article to know what that's all, all about. All right, so fantastic issue. Here it is, Cigar Journal. We didn't I, talk about the two best things. I what found it? it interesting that Kaizad bought the rights to Gurkha for $149 and a couple of drinks. Good deal, huh? Wow. Yeah, good deal. Best page in the... Magazine, yeah, page 37. Yes, I thought it was pretty good. <clears throat> page 37. It was so early in the book that I didn't I didn't notice it the first time. I had to go well, back. It's the new. It's yeah. a new one. It's the new I one. was looking for the old it's one. It's a great design. On it is. It is. <laughs> I'd give it about an 82, 83. No. Oh, wow, you're it was tough. good. Uh, and then page 47, where our own David Garofalo gets the nod as one of the tasters. So if you didn't believe what he said, yeah. you know, if you're one of those naysayers that think he makes the stuff up, uh, you just take a look at page 41. He's written right there. Yeah, I make some of it up anyway. So <laughs> while you're enjoying life, those folks, it's important to be debonair and more gentleman-like. And here he is, gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies. Fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the valve. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Well done, sir. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we're keeping it real. The debonair way to handle someone who's being a jerk. Here's the example. Student to teacher. Can I borrow a pencil? Teacher. I don't know. Can you? Student. <sighs> yes. And might I add that colloquial irregularities occur frequently in any language. 
since you and the rest of our present company understood perfectly my intended meaning, being particular about the distinctions between can and may is, is purely pedantic and arguably pretentious. Guys, the example given here is to make a simple but strong point. A debonair gentleman is never a jerk for the sake of being one. Mr. Rude. Jonathan. What? Just saying. I need a dictionary for some of those words. Yes. Yes. Pandemic. I'd like to have someone use that in a sentence. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Barry Stein, the question always is, are you debonair enough? When I'm a jerk, Never. there's a reason why I'm a jerk. I don't just be a jerk for the sake of being a jerk. It's part of your charm. No, being a jerk is part of my charm, but only if there's a reason. All right, so what do you got for a mailbag, Mr. J? All right, uh, David submitted this through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. That would not be me. Oh, it isn't. Garofalo is his last name. Are you no, sure that's not I don't you? think so. Uh, can you guys point me to a reliable study that debunks the whole cigars are going to kill me argument? I trust you as the authorities and have been listening to your show for just a couple of months. Keep up the good work, and I can't wait to see the shops when I make it to New England next. Simple answer. Monograph number nine. Boom. The biggest study ever done on cigars that debunks everything you've ever heard it gets no national attention. It was done by the National Cancer Institute to actually say cigars were bad for you. But they found out at the end of it that smoking a couple of cigars a day does not affect you in any way except for maybe prolongs your life. You True. Live, you live a little longer if you smoke a couple cigars a day. How could that be possible? How could that be true? I like the fact that that report says you're more likely to get sick from a scented candle than you are from a cigar. Right. Boom. How can it be true? Because it's a relaxation. Amen. And you don't need to take medication. You take a cigar and you just relax. Imagine if the Two doctor of these, call me in the morning. That's it. wasn't practicing medicine. What if they actually had it down and they said, listen, you seem like your ulcer is stress-related. Smoke a cigar a day. You're yeah. going to relax. You're going to calm down. Because they don't get money. They get... You, you sold medication? Did you sell medication? Devices. Oh, you devices. devices. Well, it's all about selling medication nowadays. Yeah. Well, the They'd person to ask you... is, Nestor, Nestor, do you give the doctors kickbacks if they recommend people smoke your cigars? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. he does. Okay. <laughs> and so far, he's paid nothing <laughs> because they don't, they don't recommend a cigar. But I'll tell you, we have a lot of doctors who are customers. Yes, we do. They heart doctors, surgeons, and they smoke cigars every day. It's like that movie. You guys ever see the movie? It's an old one. Called, I think it's called Sleeper or Sleepers. Woody Allen movie. It's like from the late 70s mm -hmm. where he's, uh, he's put, he falls asleep, wakes yeah. up like, what, 100 years later or something in the future? Yep. And he discovers that everything that they around. thought was bad for him is good for him. Yeah, so yeah. people are like eating red steaks and smoking. And yeah. here, have another cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So anyway, that, that's the answer. Uh, Google it, monograph number nine. It's a 700-page document. Uh, you can go to the very bottom of it. You get to the conclusion, and then you'll see it. And you know what? That doesn't mean smoke 10 cigars a day. It means smoke two cigars a day, and you'll see that, wow, I'm going to live a little longer. A little bit Everything longer. in moderation. Yep. And uh, it's good for you. So uh, that's it. Next week uh, on the show, Barry Stein. We're going to interview Barry Stein. He's going to produce also mm. at the same time Bam. while being interviewed uh, about his new cigar, Kilo. So I'm looking forward to that. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum with our friends from Asylum Cigars.
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Is he mostly dead, almost dead, or dead dead? Before advances in modern medicine, a shocking phenomenon occurred on the regular. In the 19th century, William Tebb compiled all known instances of premature burial. He collected 219 cases of near premature burial, 149 cases of actual premature burial, and a few cases where embalming had begun on an undead body. Enough people were afraid to be pronounced dead and buried alive that coffins were sold with warning bells or flags that extended six feet up to the surface to alert passers-by that the person entombed below was in fact not dead. The expression, are you sure this MF is dead, is believed to have come from this period of time in the United States. That's insane, and dead to rights, that's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! And we're smoking the Nesta Miranda... Dano series, basically the, the one three life different, edition, yeah, 2015 yeah. Dano. And I'm smoking the Maduro. It started off scary strong, mm -hmm. but it mellowed out. Agree. Early aggressive, mellowed out, and now I have Cuban coffee, sweet and rich from the coffee mm -hmm. taste. That's what I have. Hundred percent. You Quest. made you made it for us this morning. Yep. What a pair! Hmm. It would be. It would go perfect with it. This is what I'm getting from this cigar. And um, how about you? Yeah, I'm agreeing. I've definitely got a coffee. Yeah. Um, yep. It's definitely sweet. gone down in strength. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah yeah. There's like a sweet uh, note there. It's wonderful actually. At, at the beginning, I would say oh, this is going to be way too. I said it. it's going to be way too strong for me. <laughs> it's uh, calmed down right away. Big I mean, it, you get past the very beginning of it, and you know, maybe uh, psychologically, mm -hmm. I thought it was going to mm -hmm. blow me away. But on the Connecticut, I'm getting a little tostado cubano, which is Cuban toast. Really smooth, buttery finish. Nice cigar. Yeah, that's wrong. What is happening <laughs> yeah. in the cigar is that the maple walnut that we had before, the flavors between <clears throat> the maple and the walnut, the sweetness from the maple syrup, and that tannic quality from the skin of the walnut, and then a little bit of more of the fattiness from the meat of the walnut are all playing back and forth beautifully. I'm looking forward to hitting the crickets button once I produce next week. <laughs> oh, God. So a maple walnut ice cream sundae? Oh, huh? I would like one. Yes. Yeah, that would be nice. So there we have it. Maybe after the show, you can go to Moose for us. I thought you guys were on a diet. <laughs> How's your diet going, does, bud? Does it look like it? No, it doesn't, buddy. Okay. Just asking. All right, we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, uh, we have less than four <clears throat> weeks away from the IPCPR. 
That is the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention, and we expect tons of new cigars to come out. Uh, Barry's got the pipeline on some of them. He's going to tell you about that. we got Old Fart Freddy, see what he's thinking. We're going to peek through our calendar and let you know what's going on with us. All that and a lot more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic, the Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Floor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. John, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. John, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. 
He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, guys. This is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're live back at the little Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. We got cigar news from Bad News Barry by request and good news, Mr. Jonathan. Also, Old Fat Freddy, new trademarks and cigars hitting the shelf. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of the Cigar Authority. Barry, new cigars hitting the shelves, trademarks. What do we got going on? Well, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive at twoguyscigars.com as well as Two Guys Smoke Shop. And this week, those editions are the Camacho American Barrel Age, which features a legendary Corojo leaf that's been aged for six years and then aged a little bit more in charred bourbon barrels. The cigar features wrapper, binder, and fillers of American broadleaf, and it's available now at all Two Guys locations. Also this week, the following trademarks applications for registration were submitted under tobacco products. Big ass tank, big ass tank, big ass tank. Crux Cigars files for bits of, Gunslinger Cigars files for shrunken heads, ah. and General Cigar files for CAO Pilone. Pilone. That's where they put the piles of tobacco, tobacco. while they're going ah. through the aging process, Pilone. And that's, that's, that's this week's new arrivals and new trademarks. Okay, it's time to go into the aging room with Old Fat Freddy. Earmuffs. Yeah. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people say crazy things like you make your own luck. That's a load of horse pucky. In my day, we carried good luck charms like rabbit's feet and my wife's favorite, the camel toe. Nowadays, animal rights groups have made it illegal to strap razors and spikes to the feet of your cock and bet that he kicks the snot out of all the other cocks. In my day, we had one rule, never bring a hen to a cock fight. Nowadays, there is a 10-step process for helping a choking victim. 
way too long. In my day, when your buddy was showing the slightest sign of choking, you jumped up, reached around his midsection, and in a firm but friendly way, you slammed your fist into his gut until he yelled, I'm not choking, or the chicken bone flew across the room. We were camel toe rubbing, cock fighting men with a friendly reach around. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are Here not. Here it comes. There is no way that her camel toe is any more lucky than my hog pile. My hog pile wins every time, hands down. It's true story. That's, uh, uh, could see that <clears throat> coming a mile away. It's a true story. Nestor actually left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, Barry. What do you got for cigar news? Well, this week, St. Helens, Oregon has banned all tobacco products and parks. This includes chewing tobacco as well as e-cigarettes and, of course, cigars. Those who violate the law will be fined $260. In two hundred and sixty nice round number. Yes, not two fifty. No, where did they pick that out of the sky? Okay. In Hollister, California, a law was passed that will ban pharmacies from selling tobacco, meaning the government now controls your business. Yeah. Mm. Those who have listened to this, the show know of Dave's beliefs that the cigar industry is being consolidated, and once again, he's been proven correct. As Cigar Inn in New York City was purchased by Imperial Tobacco which also owns Altatus and also owns okay. JR Cigars. This is your old stomping grounds. Yeah. Wow. And I heard major changes already. Yeah. Yep. And lastly, Hawaii, which saw the Senate pass a measure to raise the tobacco age to 21 in April, has had it officially signed into law as the governor has put his signature on the bill. And also included in that was there will be no more smoking on beaches and parks in Hawaii. That's statewide. Statewide. Wow. First state in the union. Well, and as long as we're going to raise the age, why don't we raise the draft age then to 21? Because yeah. now it's completely unfair. You can't drink. You can't smoke. But you can give your life for the country. Unreal. Yeah. It's unacceptable. Unreal. So it wasn't Peaches and Herb. I forget who, who the um, roller skate mate. No, it was. Um, oh, can't think of the name of them. But tell me something good. Tell me something <laughs> good. Who was that? Uh, uh, Shaka King, Khan? King something. It might have been Shaka Khan. Uh, Louisiana passed their annual budget. Rufus and Shaka. Tell yeah. me something good. That was it. There it is. Uh, Louisiana passed their annual budget that originally called for a 5% increase on premium cigars and a 17% increase on pipe tobacco. The good news is that the raises in taxes were removed from the final version due to successful lobbying of the IPCPR, Cigar Rights of America, and the numerous other groups that consistently battle for our rights. Nice. Thank you guys for that. But we look at good news as not getting a raise. You know, that's the best we got, unfortunately. Yeah, we got to start playing offense. We, yeah, start playing offense and overturn some of these ridiculous things that are out there. But that's that anyway. So best tweets of the week are brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. I didn't simply give you the finger. You earned it. Like it. <laughs> Nothing says friend zone like a woman telling you you're like a brother to me. Unless, of course, you are from the hills of West Virginia, Tennessee, or 
Kentucky. My first job was working at an orange juice factory, but I got canned because I couldn't concentrate. Ba ba boom! That's pretty good. Guys, when your wife is pissed off at you, just tell her she's overreacting. She will realize immediately that you are right and calm right down. What? And the best tweet I saw all week. If a lesbian, male chicken blocks another lesbian, is it called a beaver dam? Okay. Nice. <laughs> Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Those are good. Paul Beasley did that last one. Yes, he did. I had to. I hope he I understands. Saw. I had to. Uh, <laughs> had to go for the big guns. I had to uh, change some of the wording on that. It was inappropriate for the show. As you know, I'm very concerned with what is appropriate and what is inappropriate. Beaver Dam. Beaver Dam. Anyway, look into our calendar of upcoming uh, shows that we have coming on. Next week ought to be interesting. Uh, we have uh, Barry Stein that's going to be on, and we are going to taste the kilo for the first time live. I'm not going to smoke it. If it comes in early, I'm going to wait until the show. We're going to give them our honest opinion as it goes on. Can we also get a kilo of, say, cocaine just as a pairing for? Sure, why not? The cigar. Kilo and cocaine. Kilo. It, it's going to be kilo in copycats. So watch the Cigar Authority blog on Monday, and there's going to be a little editorial I wrote on copycats in the cigar industry. Really? And then we'll talk about it on the show. So it's kilo and copycats. I was hoping that the rest of the year we were just going to coast and not have no any more coasting. Controversy. Controversy starts on Monday. More controversy. 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 Uh. Who, who did that song? Controversy. <laughs> Was that uh, Rick James? I think it was Rick yeah. James. Rick James. Yes. Why do I know this stuff? Oh, my God. I can't get rid of it, though. Uh, so we're double-checking here on our calendar. I think we reported last week. The following week, we're going to do the show on July 3rd, but it's going to be July 1st. Wednesday, July 1st, we're taping the show uh, from 4 to 6 o'clock, and it says here barbecue. So there's a rumor that... Mr. Jonathan's going to cook some barbecue. Whoa. Hang on a second. The original rumor is that Barry Stein was providing us with barbecue. No, 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 no. I, I, no. I don't barbecue. I what? fry things in a pan. You barbecued all the time when you worked in Nashville. That was not. I threw a steak on. And the it was grill. some of the was best lunches just, we ever had. No, it you was put, just grilling. You 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 rubbed and massaged the meat before you put it on the grill. Yeah, but what I do is super tender. What I do in the private oh, in my, my office. He says it's natural. He says it's natural and it's a regular. <laughs> we could go, we could go on for a 20-minute story right now. I really enjoy the way massage the meat. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about hitting home. July, <laughs> July 11th, um, it's the show before the show. It's the show before the IPCPR, the July 11th show. And then we're going to actually tape a show on July 18th, um, which is a Tuesday from 4 to 6, uh, because we'll actually be at the show. Yeah. So... I don't know what. What are you expecting this year? Like, I'm expecting a lot because of uh, yeah. uh, the FDA and all that stuff that's coming out. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff. Well, attendance is already through the roof. I attendance hear. is already up. Wow. This time, uh, year amount over of year. days yeah. before the show ends up happening. 
some people are saying, wow, it's going to be a lousy attendance show, but the numbers are showing it's going to be really good. If you're a retailer, I highly recommend you go to the show this year. There's a lot going to go on. There's going to be lots of education. We've got America, the band that's going to be playing, and you're going to see a lot of new things. Uh, this is maybe the last why, chance. Why mm. would this be the show when the band that has been through the desert on a horse with no name yes, it has. is playing when last year and the year before we were in Vegas, which would have been perfect for it. Right. You're a DJ. Why didn't you just set that up? <laughs> because we had no president, nobody in charge of the trade show at that point. Now we hired a, a well, new I, guy. That, I have to say I can't respect his musical choice because he picked the wrong venue for that band is all I'm saying. And it's in New Orleans? New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. You want a more New Orleans type of? Yeah. Pick like a jazz act or something like yeah. that. Hey, it's something anyway. It is we're going. Something. We're going in the right direction. Uh, July twenty fifth. It's the after party, um, and at the after party, Steve Castro from Davida Cigars in Baltimore, eleven stores in Baltimore. He's going to join us. He has his own brand called Lord Baltimore. It's an old, old brand uh, from the eighteen hundreds that he revised. He's going to come on the show. We'll smoke that cigar, and we're going to talk about what we saw at the IPCPR show. I heard people are rioting in the streets for that cigar. Wow. They are. They are. So all over Maryland. I that actually might be the first time that you said something that wasn't too soon. I think we picked the appropriate timing on that one. But I'm going to okay. go. I'm going to go all the way to <laughs> September 5th. September 5th. Omar DeFrias from Fratello Cigar oh, is going to bring his new Fratello Cigar. But more importantly, dance is off. the dance off. Mr. Jonathan versus Omar DeFrias in a three dance. Each one of them on three different dances, and uh, we're going to have him on the show and we're going to tell you exactly what happened you can forfeit you know i'm not going to forfeit i'm going to kick his ass <laughs> no we were, we were going over so song stupid. choices it's so stupid that wow. we have to do the three dances that he's good at so i have to learn three dances now and he already knows them you're a pro that doesn't i'm a pro in a different complete different so you, type of dance it sounds like he's getting ready for when he loses yeah please i am gonna smoke him yeah. I am going to smoke So why him. are you saying? So that should have been your response. Just, I'm going to smoke him. I'm going to smoke him. Instead, you're setting yourself up to There's say. There's no setup. Is, there won't be any yeah, losing in set, this one. The setting up. Anyway. There won't be any. It's just going to be that much worse when I smoke him. Okay. And what we're going to try to pull off on October 3rd is we're going to tape a lot of little sound interviews and things at our anniversary party as opposed to doing it because we don't have room for anything mm. at uh, the anniversary party this year. 500 people, it's not going to be an inch to do anything. So uh, we're going to try to get a lot of things and it's going to be a lot of production work for you sure. uh, for the October 3rd show anyway. Um, so a uh, little room in here in between for August and we'll try to get some uh, people to come up uh, to do that. So that's what the calendar is looking like. It's filling up, but we have some room. Are we going to be doing the golf tournament this year? We are doing the golf tournament. Um, it's like late August? Yeah, it might be around then. So we could certainly do it, do it from there or not or whatever. We can talk about yeah, it. we'll talk it over. Um, so let's look at a mailbag. Let's get, <clears throat> get caught up in one or two or whatever you got there. All right. I've got one here. We've got Steve Jacobson writing, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dave, I've been listening to your podcast for some time now and really love it. Uh, just ignore the other two people, three people that are on the show there, Steve. That's okay. I uh, had to write to tell you that your Cuban conclusions are bang on. As a Canadian, he must know hey. Rudy, I can go to Cuba anytime and do, in fact, go every year. I've been in almost every cigar factory, and your assessment is perfect. I may say Cohiba or Partagas. It may say Cohiba or Partagas on the door, but they are rolling every brand in that one shop. It makes no sense. 
I had the opportunity to spend four days with Rocky Patel in Honduras last fall, and boy, what a difference in growing and blending. Mm. I've blending. also been able to purchase a lot of cigars that you and your team review, and I find that most of them are far better than the Cubans I have. You are correct with the initial reaction. Will be a rush on Cuban cigars, but it won't last. A good Padron, Rocky, or Jewish State will win out in the end. My advice for non-Cuban manufacturers is to ride it out. Do not try and fight with the, when the Cubans come in. Don't lower prices. Your customers will come back faster than you think. Keep up the great work, signed Steve. Here we go, from, Steve. From nowhere. From nowhere. Doesn't give the information. But that's it. You have no more mailbags? We're caught up? Uh, we may, in fact, be caught up. Good. Hey. Um, that being said, um, I meant to mention this to Barry earlier. I have some problem with my uh, Cigar Authority email that I'm getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of spam mm -hmm. that are coming in. We tried to set up a folder for this stuff just to go into the Cigar Authority. Right. And... Um, when we did, it got even worse. So I don't, you know, when we're talking about 300 emails that come in, I'm looking for which ones are real, you know, right. very, very hard to mm. find. So we may have to change the yeah, email address. We'll have to change your email address. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll change everything over on the site that it goes to. Dave G. <coughs> at, or David. Yeah, well, well now we're not going to use Dave G because the spam has just got a hold of it, but we'll, we'll create something. Yeah, something's got to happen. So you, if you end up seeing, if you sent some in, it looks like we got pretty much caught up. If you sent it in and I didn't get to it, that's the reason why. Send it in, send it again. You know, I just ask you to send it again if you, if you would. Something's really, really wrong. There's always me. Mr. Jonathan at thecigarauthority.com. Yeah, just, uh, how's that working out? It's, uh, I get one, one email about a year. Yeah. <laughs> From the same guy. Yeah. <clears throat> Rudy. He's the Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> Rudy has my cell phone. He texts me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just shoots me a text. Okay. Speaking of getting caught up, we did get caught up. So let's talk about. Uh, we we got some a little time now to actually talk about the cigars we've been smoking. Uh, first off, each one of these Danos is a two-hour smoke. Easy. Because we did an hour of each one. I have half of both of them left. Yeah. So you got a two-hour smoke here. I urge you to get. A hold of these things. There's only a thousand boxes out there. Go to your brick and mortar retailer, go in there, get one of each at, at a very minimum to give them a try. Uh, or if you're smarter than the average bear, buy a bunch of them because a year or so yeah. from now, people are going to say no Dano this year, and boom, you got them because they're only making them every other year. Um, and then it'll be something different anyway. It's not going to be the same thing. Right going to be something different so now uh, if i had to pick between the connecticut that i'm smoking now or the sun grown they spent the the habano there has been some sort of change in my palate where in the past i would have leaned toward the shade and lately i find either that i'm going for the sun grown or the habano or perhaps people have stepped it up with the blending on the the sun growns and the habanos because that in this case i think that i like the habano better i like the habano better the best by far, I agree with that. Yeah, Bono. Bono's me, the big winner. Big winner. I think it's unanimous. I yeah. do agree. Yeah, and I, I certainly don't want to take anything away from yeah. what I'm smoking here. The Connecticut's very good, but Connecticut is too strong for a Connecticut for me. I just expected it to be mild. It is not the old time Connecticut. 
that you're used to. This is uh, Papin Garcia version of a Connecticut. But I'll say this. The guys that normally wouldn't smoke a Connecticut because it's too mild, this would be your mm. opportunity. Just like in that case where it started off aggressive, but it sounds like it mellowed out down to yep. medium. So the people that normally wouldn't smoke the Maduro, they could light that up. Uh, so you you have a little uh, a little leeway here with this this brand. You could move around from your normal everyday smoke and try something different and not be disappointed. Speaking of something different, the regular Nesta Miranda brand that's out there, I went through the whole line of that, and uh, every every one three wrapper colors that's on there, and every one is everyone's uh, very good. yeah very good and priced really good, really really good. Yeah, you're looking at under eight dollars, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So what else? Um, you know Miami Cigar better than all of us. So yeah. what is it? You know, what, what's hot with Miami Cigar? Well, I've always been a fan of the product. I would have never gone to work for a company that I didn't believe in the cigars. Yeah. So, you know, I, I love their stuff from the Casamaranda Chapter 2, the Añoranzas, uh, which is a box-pressed Nicaraguan made also at the My Father Factory. And then, of course, you got the rebranding with the Nesta Miranda collection, followed up with the One Life edition of the Dano. I think right now the company's firing on all cylinders, and you can't go wrong with any of their products. Right, right. So, yeah. Have, have you ever gone into their flavored cigars and Tatiana's and things? The first time I ever smoked one, I lost a bet to Jason. Yeah. And uh, he has a cigar downstairs after the show that he wants me to try that might be uh, flavored. So Really? Yeah, yeah. So It's never been my thing, the flavored <clears throat> cigar. I just can't get past but it. But they're hot? They're hot. They're hot. Some places you can't. There's, there's states that don't allow it. States like New Hampshire that tax it. Is it flavored mm. and sweet-tipped? Is it just sweet Sweet tipped and too. flavored. All right. Okay. Because yeah. some people, some cigar brands are flavored or infused, and there's no sweet tip. Uh, and some people look for that sweet tip uh, as a little add-on to the uh, to the cigar. So I think it's a good stepping stone for somebody who's never had a cigar and they oh, want to go no easy. It. There's no doubt you know, about start it. Start out with something flavored, move to Connecticut, then find your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and what a neat story to hear, you know, about their growth and how it started. Oh. And where they are a little today. like that, you know, going on a Saturday, oh. uh, you know, just your Saturday job and taking your wife with you and going for a ride and going to visit a bunch of stores and right. then becoming the monster that they are. And then to lose half your business, like, yeah. in the rebound. From yeah, that. and I mean, rebound big, big. So uh, they have a great distribution channel. They have uh, company people, and uh, uh, it's, it's fantastic. So uh, next week, it's uh, Kilo and Copycats. So check out the uh, the blog spot if you want a little advance of what we're going to talk about when it comes to the copycat end of it. Um, I, I wrote some uh, details in there, and we'll we'll go over it uh, next week. Uh, we're just three weeks away from IPCPR. Already hearing rumbles about cigars that are going head to head against each other. Uh oh. So we'll talk a little about that. We really have to go down that road too. <laughs> Is this head-to-head -head going against each other just coincidental, or is it on purpose that these people are doing it? Um, we'll are talk we about that. Naming names? Uh, we may. Uh, we'll, we'll see. You, uh, <laughs> it, it, you, you know it's really happening. That's that's it's happening. Fact. It's happening. The question uh, is, do you have the cojones to name names? We will pull back the curtains ever so slightly, maybe even a little more. Maybe a little little. You heard more it than here, a, folks. We're going to unzip the fly on this bad boy. And uh, Barry Stein takes the hot seat, and uh, we are going to honestly uh, say what we think of the You know, cigars. it's not easy to interview bloggers. They, you get a lot of one-word answers, so uh, well, sharp it up there, he Barry. Was, he was the one uh, that wasn't, so uh, 
It's going to be different for, for Barry next week. And God forbid the cigars don't arrive, it is going to be brutal. So you may want to stick around and, and hear that. Uh, if I have to drive to New Jersey to pick them up, I will. Yeah. <laughs> don't be asking for time off. There we go. Until then, for Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Hey, if you've learned nothing else over the past five years, if you happen to be celebrating with a Dano Habano, Connecticut, or Maduro, it's so very important that you keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back here next week on the United Cigar Radio Network. Take a trip into another world. CAO Columbia. The newest addition to CAO's World Blends is a delicious addition to the CAO collection. It's the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco and is a mild to medium-bodied blend boasting notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Using a tobacco from the isolated mountainous region of Colombia, Aiku Mazinga Tobacco is a unique and rare find that provides a smoking experience you won't forget. For a savory smoke that takes you to another world, visit CAO Columbia. Two guys rock. Two guys rock. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie Heaven.